tend to be familiar with information technology and the efforts organizations put to secure the data, applications, and systems we refer to as IT. Operational technology is less understood and only with the adoption of IoT and more important, the attacks on infrastructure critical systems had the issues of securing operational technology become a point of contention, starting with those who is responsible for OT-IT converged systems. In this podcast for future IoT, we speak to Richard Farrell, Asia-Pacific Director of Cloud Data and Digitalization on Securing IT-OT Convergence. Richard, welcome to Podchats for Future IoT. Hi, Alan. Great to be back and uh, well done on that job title. I know it's a mouthful. What is IT OT convergence? So, look, first of all, I mean, you know, first part of the question IT OT convergence. So, IT information technology, IT operational technology. So, IT, your traditional IT infrastructure that you would see anywhere around the place servers, switches, routers, obviously backed up with IT software. Operational technology is probably a little bit less known, but operational technology is really what you'll find in any facility or commercial building. Things like power generators, uninterruptible power supplies, or UPS, crack and chiller units, um, SCADA software systems as well. So we're finding now that there's more and more of these actually becoming pretty much ubiquitous and basically becoming the same thing over time. But you know, IT traditionally information technology networks, IT traditionally operational technology networks. Should the discussion be ITOT convergence or ITOT integration? And I love this question, by the way, Alan. Nobody's actually even asked this question as well. I mean, you can really see that word convergence becoming a buzz term and it becomes sort of meaningless. It's just one of those things we actually throw out there. But what does really convergence you know, actually mean? And what is the difference of integration? So if we look at IT and OT convergence, I really look at that as more about than just the technology itself. We're not talking about IT in isolation or OT, but we're probably just talking more about how do we bring these systems together? How do we converge these systems? But similarly, what about the teams and people behind these systems as well? That's where I see the convergence aspect actually really happening here, where you have what you traditionally, you would have a, an IT team led by an IT manager. You'd have an OT team, usually led by a facilities manager. To me, that convergence is bringing these people together for governance and cultural purpose to have a, a common purpose. The integration for me is probably more on the technical side of things now. How do we integrate our IT and OT systems together? How do we integrate those, but how do we converge? teams to work together. How has the growing adoption of 5G, especially in the last couple of years, as well as IoT technologies, how are these two leading to the convergence or, or integration, as you call it, of IT and OT systems? These are the biggest technology drivers really smashing both the IT and OT worlds together, you know, at the moment. So let's step back a bit and just have a look, IoT, I should say, uh, Internet of Things and 5G. So you look at the current 5G market at the moment, it's growing exponentially, um, over 46% compound annual growth, which is it's hard to get your head around how much growth that actually is as well. In terms of dollars, that means by 2024, 5G in APAC will be worth around about $13.9 billion in our region. It's a very very fast growing and a very relevant technology. IoT is even more staggering. It is tipped to be a $436 billion market in five years. And the compound annual growth is 28%. Now, in the technology world, there's not really anything that has that sort of compound annual growth, 28%, 46%. So that tells us two things. Number one, the adoption rate is high and it's going to increase. It tells us the second thing, these things are going to grow together. You're going to have IoT going out there and you're going to have 5G as the enabler. 
what? How does this relate back to IT and OT? Think about what InterDev things really is, Alan. It's really a bunch of sensors that are gathering data and transporting that data to the internet. Okay, so it's transporting back and forth, you know, whether it be into storage, back to sensors, lots and lots of information, you know, coming in. The transport mechanism is 5G. Okay, and because this 5G is super quick, that's going to transport even more masses of data. These aren't strictly IT technologies and they're not strictly OT technologies. IoT and industrial IoT, industrial Internet of Things, both use 5G. And you're going to find that a lot of the information that is used in IT systems is going to be used to operate more efficiently the operational technology systems and vice versa. All that data we're getting through the Internet of Things and 5G being an enabler is going to send all the information back to IT networks as well. So there is going to be, as I mentioned, these things are going to smash together, but it's going to be IoT and 5G that are rapidly, rapidly growing in the region that are going to be the enabler for this. Now, as these uh, IoT and, and using 5G as a, you know, as a channel connect to the IT systems, how does the CI or the IT team or whoever is really responsible for this overall make sure that it's all secured? Yeah, I mean, who, who would want to be an IT manager or a CIO or a CTO in, the, in this day and age, Alan? It's just so many challenges out there. And, and this is another one, you know, as well. Who actually is responsible at the end of the day to make sure that we have this integration, this convergence actually happening? But, you know, and really, you know, leadership starts from the top. And there's no difference when we're talking about technology as well. There has to be a clear plan in place. There has to be a clear KPIs, clear targets, and there has to be the right culture in place to actually enable the this IT team and these OT teams actually together. You know, for a long time now, I mean, I have a long history in the data center market, you know, across Asia Pacific um, over here. And you usually talk to the IT team in isolation, and then you usually talk to the OT team or facilities in isolation as well. And then when you actually have to get them to merge, it's always a bit of a challenge, or traditionally it has been a bit of a challenge. The great thing about this convergence, this integration that we're talking about, if it is driven correctly from a chief information security officer, they, they don't care whether it's ITOT, they just care about the entire facility, whether it's driven by a, a COO, a CTO, operations manager, whatever it may be, they can no longer look at their teams in isolation. They have to consider that the IT manager in his team and the facilities manager in his team are all one team and they have to drive any agendas, any goals, any governance, uh, especially towards that single goal of having IT and OT integrated. Integrated and secured, okay. I oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we, we talked about cyber. We just dropped cybersecurity in there, right? And cybersecurity is going to be the great unifier, you know, yeah. between uh, these teams as well, because it's no longer it's no longer isolated just to cybersecurity is no longer just an IT problem or just an OT problem. It's both. I'm watching up diehard movies in order to appreciate the, the the risk that organizations today are experiencing, especially with infrastructure critical systems. Anyway, the last point I wanted to ask you is: Can you name some best practices for a holistic IT? OT cybersecurity program or whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, best practice is a, is a good way to put it. The other way is just having a, a cybersecurity life cycle service. Because when you think about cybersecurity, it's not just, you don't just go and fix it once and it's fixed forever. Okay. It's at a very simple version. You think about the constant security updates you need to do on your laptop or your tablet. You know, a network is no different. An organization is no different. You have to do constant security patches, constant security updates, you know, as well. I mean, there's estimated 
estimated to be over 100 million internet connected devices that have vulnerabilities around the world at the moment. So you can't just assume that we're going to go in once and we're going to fix everything. So to your point, we do strongly advocate having a lifecycle service. And this means that you are regularly assessing and auditing your physical and virtual networks. And notice that I said networks. I didn't say IT network. I didn't say OT network. Networks. Again, think of these as being one thing now because they are interconnected. By doing lifecycle services, uh, sorry, you can do auditing and assessments. So if you do an assessment, you can do asset management checks. Okay, so actually checking what is physically and virtually connected to your network. And it's exactly as it sounds. It's literally having somebody who knows how to do this come out, sniff around your network, walk around your facilities, and with the help of the local IT and OT teams, actually mapping out all those devices virtually and physically that are connected. Okay, you don't know what you don't know. And the last thing you want to do is suddenly start to think you're having an attack, a denial of service attack, or whatever it may be, and you have no idea what device has been affected or where that's been originating from. So the simple thing first, know what's connected to your network physically, you know, and virtually. We then also advocate to think like the customer. Okay, what does a customer want? Okay, do they want infrastructure as a service? Do they want software as a service? Customers want everything as a service. So they want everything now to be cloud-based. They want it to be accessible 24-7. They want to have zero security risks, uh, you know, when they do it. And they want to know who's accessing the data and then they want to know what to do with that data. You know, can we actually make, if we have a look at that data, can we make our facilities more operationally efficient? Can we make it more secure, you know, as well? So think like the customer, you know, and when we go in there, we look at everything as a service, all right? So we're looking at the operational side and saying, right, well, they need power as a service, they need cooling as a service, they need security as a service. And then how does this actually attach back into the IT world? And what are they using as a service there as well? The reason we say everything as a service is because at the end of the day, Thing as a service is going to live in the cloud and it's going to have security vulnerabilities. All right. So if we look at just one, you know, something in isolation on the OT network or something in isolation on the IT network, we're not looking at everything. Okay. So look at everything, you know, as a service um, in there and how that actually affects the organization. The last thing I'd recommend, and you know, again, we there's probably 50, 100 things we can talk about, Alan, but these are the ones that we commonly talk to uh, customers about. Forget about technology for a moment. It's about people and about psychology here. And it sort of goes back to what we were talking about about getting the IT teams and the facilities teams working together. Forget about IT and OT. To your very good point before, it is a mixture of convergence and integration on that side. So really, you want one team that is working together for one goal, okay? And whether that's how you have internal KPIs, whether you have operational people sitting in your IT team, IT people sitting in your operations team, whichever way it may be, you've got to have the right governance in place. You've got to have the right culture in place. And that culture has to be a us attitude, not a them and us attitude. As we find that these technologies integrate more and they converge more, you know, as well, there's probably not going to be an IT person. There's probably not going to be an operations person. They're just going to be the network security people in general. So asset management is one. Think like your customer. Everything as a service. Don't leave anything out. And last of all, have the right culture in place. And that culture has to be one of common governance. Richard, thank you for joining us on Podcasts for Future IoT. Alan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. That was Richard Farrell, Asia-Pacific Director for Cloud, Data, and Digitalization on Securing IT-OT Convergence. You are listening into Podchats for Future IoT. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future IoT. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future IoT. Bye for now. Thank you.